Hello, club members. I'm Chris, and I am furious. Why are you furious? We'll get to it. Okay. And I'm Kate, and I accidentally purchased um, an Argonian concubine on Skyrim. No, no, no. You downloaded yes. a specific mod that allowed you to do this. That is not vanilla. I didn't. <laughs> not I an swear. Option. No, no. There's a story. Okay, so for those of you who haven't played Skyrim, concubines don't come in the regular base game. But there's tons of stuff out there in the modding community. I did not get a concubine mod. What I did get was an interesting NPC or non-playing characters mod. And so in that And NPC what's more quest, interesting than having your own harem? Um, it's very interesting, I will, I will say. But he was like, oh, I'm... I'm like an ex-member of the slave trade, but I need to go undercover and release all the slaves. And my mom's one of the slaves, and you have to go release my mom. So I thought the Argonian maid was his mom. So I paid 3,000 gold for her. <laughs> he you was in the wrong concubine? <laughs> I, yes, I did. So now I just own her. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. And, and that's the movie, guys. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's Wreck. <laughs> That's it. No, we're not here to talk about Skyrim, unfortunately. Although, if you guys want to, please hit us up on our email account. We will respond. <laughs> hit us up on our new Skyrim podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is the Nightlight Horror Movie Club, a podcast. <laughs> so close. Mm, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're very posh on this podcast. Mm, we are international. <laughs> Indubitably. We are international, that's true. So this um, movie recommendation for the week, or for the episode, I should say, I'm being too generous to ourselves. Um, mm. We try to do this every other week. But this episode, Rec, was recommended by Emanuela on Instagram, who is from Italy. And she said um, it was an un underappreciated movie. And I had never seen this movie. Had you? Of I had never even heard of it. I didn't even know this existed. I knew it's American um, version Quarantine. Existed. Quarantine. But I yes. did not know that that was actually a remake. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and cut some people off here. If you're not having a uh, good time during quarantine right now, this might not be the movie for you. This might not be the one. <laughs> Although I will say it kind of made me feel like things could be worse. Oh, there it is. There's I'm doing okay. <laughs> I, did, I was like, I'm doing pretty all right. All we should have done considered. I Am Legend. Like We hey. should have. Like, y'all, it could be worse. Could be worse. Could be a lot How, worse. Let's just do Zombie Land. Let's just do Zombie. <laughs> but we we didn't. We did wreck because it was recommended by Manuela, and I had not seen it, and I was very excited to see it. And I was suffering through this quarantine, so I needed a silver lining. So we got this movie, and um, I've, I've been watching a lot of horror movies during the quarantine. Have you, Chris? Only the ones I am forced to. By myself and Emanuela. Yeah, by this by this group. Sure. I'm also forced to watch horror movies against my will because Nick, my fiance, picks bad ones. <laughs> he made me watch. It was his birthday yesterday, so I couldn't say no. He picked a movie called, he said, I swear, it's a super well-received movie. It's called The Silence. Chris, I'm going to give you three guesses what that movie is a direct knockoff of. The Silence. Doctor Who. No, it's a quiet place. <laughs> but done poorly. <laughs> and it was made, he's like, it was made before A Quiet Place. Not many people know it. It's super well received. After watching the movie, I was like, I'm going to fact check you on that. 
It was not. It was made a year after A Quiet Place. And um, it taught me that just because it's a hard lesson, but just because a movie has Stanley Tucci in it does not mean it's a good movie. <laughs> and this movie got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, shit. So I just sat well through received. it. <laughs> He's a fucking liar. It's like, I just don't want you to complain. We're watching it. It's my birthday. We're Get watching it. it. It's got Stanley Tucci. What it's more do you Stanley, want? That is what he does. That's how he wrote me in. He's like, Stanley Tucci. I'm like, all right, I'll sit down That'd for a minute. Me. That'd get me too. <laughs> sit down just for Double a little bit. Double wears who? All right. All right. <laughs> also, is he like weirdly very, very attractive? <laughs> I don't have that sensation. Stanley Tucci? I don't know. He's not an unattractive human. I don't know. It's not, you know. I dig him. All right. Yeah. He's on my list. You heard Stanley it here, Tucci, folks. If you, you're listening. You heard it here first, folks. Stanley Tucci and Argonian <laughs> concubines. Case <laughs> idyllic type. I have a type. All right. So we're not here to talk about Argonian concubines or Stanley Tucci. But again, if you want to, listeners, hit us up. Join on us our on email. our Stanley Tucci podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, but we're going to talk about Rec. Um, let's. How do you describe this movie? So. Wreck is a movie about a really low budget, um, like I assume local news station kind of, like yeah, like a cable news late night, yeah, news. like news crew. So it's it's literally just a a girl who's the newscaster and her um, her, her videographer. Yeah. They are doing a news coverage of what fire um, volunteers volunteer firefighters do. When they're not fighting fires, or basically just at night, uh, <laughs> and they end up going to this um, apartment complex to help an old woman. No, you're skipping so much. I'm not giving the whole rundown. I'm just giving the brief synopsis. Then you're telling them too much. That's too much for a synopsis. Okay, so basically they get locked in an apartment building with some monsters. No, and that's too dies. much. <laughs> no, my God. Okay, all right. Well. If you like movies that you have no idea what the fuck is going on, this is the movie for you. Well, that was very ambiguous. Yes. Well, that's that's how that's how gray I like to keep my synopsis. Like, is okay. it even a horror movie? This is a movie where you don't know what's happening until you do. And even like, can then, I bring my children? What? You're not sure. You're not sure. So, um, let's let's start with the genre because that'll help narrow it down. So, horror. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I've cracked the code. It's a horror film. It is a scary movie. <laughs> it is what I call ooh spooky. <laughs> if I had so like obviously Zombies. No, well see I disagree. Bio so, warfare. Oh my fucking god. Virus horror. <laughs> Virus horror. No, that's real life, Chris. <laughs> that's, that's what um, the real the life we are living. <laughs> Um, no, this is in 2007, so it's not virus horror yet. A lot of people would call it zombie horror or found footage horror is a really popular one because it is like, you know, yeah, from, either of those from I the think perspective. are totally valid for this. Um, I'm going to dismiss both of those, obviously. Okay, but it is absolutely found footage and it's No, absolute, it's not. Well, it's not really found footage because they didn't find the footage. Although, did they? in theory, someone they, did find Someone the found the footage. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to call it quarantine zombie. horror. No, quarantine horror. Quarantine horror. Yes. What are you going to lump with that other than quarantine? That's it. Just quarantine. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I need to remember that there are movies that tell me that life could be worse than it is right now. 
full disclosure, Donald Trump is not in this movie, but it's a really it's not a ton worse. <laughs> Part but of this it's universe worse. is a hell of a lot better than what we got. <laughs> it's true. Um, before we brought back bell bottom jeans. All right, and then oh, but no. this movie, this movie is one of four movies, so it was very very popular. They made four total for the Wreck franchise. Don't ask me how. Because the end of this one does not leave you to believe that there will be yeah, it additional films. It doesn't films. feel like it's going to It does back. not. There isn't really a cliffhanger. Um, but yeah, Chris was right. It was remade as Quarantine, which is the um, American version of the movie in 2008. So they did and not I remember, wait long. I remember long. seeing um, maybe trailers for that movie. Um, I remember seeing like bits and knowing about Quarantine. At least. Well, I know they stole the end bit from this movie because that was in the trailer. Oh, mm-hmm. is it meant to be a retelling or is it? Um, it's I think it's just like a I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's just like a blow by blow Americanized version. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk budget. Um, the budget for this movie was super low, um, which literally is 50 cents. So it's kind of like it's kind of surpri- it's kind of unsurprising that it's a low budget because it's like found footage horror. But there's a lot of different sets. There's a lot of different actors. There is a bunch of special effects, a bunch of special there's effects. There's a lot of actors for a found footage. Yeah, it's a ton. And there, it's just, there's like a lot. I don't know. I was really impressed. But two million dollars they did all of this for, which I think is very, very Bloomhouse worthy and impressive. Yeah. They, I feel, I, I feel, that seems that feels like a lot for Bloomhouse. It's no, that's that's pretty on par. Like that, I mean, they probably got like the generic version of the sandwiches for the craft table and stuff like that. Sure. Like they scrimped where they could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made sacrifices. They sold the camera when they were done with it. <laughs> they sure did. Um, so that was the two. It was a two million dollar budget, and on top of that, for the box office, they made thirty two point five million, which is an Classic outstanding. I know it's an outstanding return on investment, and I don't know. My, I don't know anything about critical reception. So I know, qu- quarantine the Americanized version, their budget was twelve million, and they made just over forty million. So Reckon did better. Like much it better, just, yeah. yeah, it just did much better. I don't know how it did, how it was received critically though. Did you get a chance to look up both of those? I did a little bit, although I don't think, from what I know of it, Wreck also, not Wreck, um, Quarantine, from the vague memories I have of it, it looked like a much higher quality filming. Like, it didn't look That's like shaky a, um, cam. Well, it didn't look quite as found footage. It looked more Hollywood, but I could be making that up because I never actually saw the movie. So I wonder if no, I, I, I feel that the expense too. went into production. Okay. Not that it was worth it, obviously, because it didn't do no. it well. But, so, yeah, you didn't. We didn't need that. Like, it did well, fine unless. Well, in comparing the two, um, people generally don't like quarantine as much as rack <gasps> really good that makes me happy yeah so rack on imdb and that's not to say that rack did phenomenal <laughs> oh really um rack on imdb was super super average at a 7.4 that's actually pretty good for imdb but i mean that's... it's just like a movie no like 6.8 is like a movie 7.4 is pretty good i feel like 7.4 is incredibly bland for them I think Shawshank has like an eight. So I'm not saying that they're always right, Kate. Okay, let's do it. What's Rotten Tomatoes say? Rotten Tomatoes for Rec is um, a lot higher. So the critics gave it like an 89 and the audience Ooh. gave it an 82, which is pretty solid. Ooh, that's solid. very good. Yeah, that's pretty solid for Rotten Tomatoes and for a horror film. Uh, Metacritic, they give it a 69, Wait, which is again about- pretty solid for Metacritic. They usually tend to turn. Yeah, they're really lower. judgmental. Um, and then Quarantine was a 5.9 on IMDb, which is 
not great. Subpar. And then um, critics and um, audiences really didn't care for it. 56% and 44% respectively. Good. Although now I'm looking a little bit more um, at quarantine and uh, yeah, it looks like literally the exact same movie. So that's, I'm no judgment. But it against, does look like higher quality camera was used. But that's not what we need. Like, okay. So th- there is one, one thing that I get annoyed about, about, I have, there are many things about America that annoy me definitely right now, but there's one thing where we take foreign films and we think that we can do them better. And then we just do the exact same thing just in our language. Right. And it's like, we did that, that was already done. And it's called wreck. Like you didn't need, (laughs) we didn't need your help. It was already good. And people already liked it. Right. And quarantine looks more Hollywood. Like it It, looks more polished and whatnot, but like, but that's not the point of this movie. Part of what wreck, part of what makes wreck a scary movie is that, found footage element where it feels almost like it really happened. Whereas like Hollywood versions of this, you know, are so much easier to remove yourself from. Yes, I agree. But as far as um, critics, I mean, like I said, the majority of people, most of the, most of the critics actually really liked rec. They gave it um, pretty good reviews. Um, However, um, what is her name? Allison Simon at um, Variety Magazine. What does that bitch have to say? I don't know if she has like a personal beef. <laughs> like, I don't know if she knows someone who was on the production team. Her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened here, but she gives it a 40 out of 100. Ouch. Which is not great. Although I've definitely seen, we've, we've definitely seen a lot worse. But even with a 40, she, she says this, quote, lazily scripted. Without even a pretense of a character development or psychological depth, it offers nothing new for the genre fans and no reason for mainstream odds to bite. That's uncalled for. Seems pretty. It just seems like she you can say given a lot a, of things about this movie. I'm not saying you have to like it, but you can't say there's not character development. <laughs> I mean, she definitely wrote that like it was like a one star review for an Olive Garden, and <laughs> <laughs> no character development at this Olive Garden. <laughs> uninspired mm-hmm. I, I that doesn't seem fair to this movie and obviously the critics agree with me other than what's Angela or whatever the hell her name Allison. is Alice whatever forgotten all right so I'm okay with those ratings how do you, yeah, you feel about I think this movie fair. fair okay good so I mean, that's like, just am I okay with them as in I agree that's not what I said am I saying that they're solid like ranking fair. reviews sure yeah I agree I guess so Chris did not like this movie. Fucking hated it. Okay, did so you that really? is why I'm furious. Okay. I don't know who to blame. I don't know who I'm most angry at. Is it I you? Probably Emanuela. Is it Emanuela? I had, it was her idea. Mm. Don't take it out on me. I'm mad at everyone. Why? Because it scared like, you. Emanuela, we love you. We cherish you. <laughs> We're so thankful that you listened to us. But how dare you? (laughs) I have one question for you. How dare you? How exactly dare you? (laughs) So it just scared you. I did not like it. Did you not sleep? Did you lose sleep with this movie? Yeah. Did you really? For multiple nights. (laughs) And I still think about it right before I fall asleep. 
That's great. Honestly, that's huge considering how many horror movies that we have shoved down your throat against your will, like Clockwork Orange style, that we've still, we can still scare you. That brings me such joy. Yo, I'm so glad that brings you joy. <laughs> it does. It really does. And Emmanuel, I bet it brings you joy too. So fully, thank you so much for making Chris so mad. See, I loved this movie. Those of you... Those of you who listen and you don't watch the movies because you're more on my side, <laughs> don't do it. You should watch this one. You'll like, be Like There fine. are movies sometimes where I'm like, hey, you should do it. It's not that bad. Don't do it on this one. <laughs> so um, I'm just so Chris and I, we have a, a pact of rule, an unspoken but sometimes spoken rule of this club. That is, we do not talk about the movie because we don't watch them together. We watch them separately and we do not talk about them before we record. Right. But all he, he did. Except for he, Darkness Falls, which was like. Uh, Dark, th- that's, you should, that is its own entity. And <laughs> own, <laughs> rules don't apply to Darkness Falls. But for, for this movie, I got a singular text from Chris, just one text. And it said, so ellipses, wreck is ellipses a lot. <laughs> that's all I will say. Yeah. And but boy, wasn't it. You had a lot more to say that you didn't say. So I'm quite proud of you. I said that while watching the movie. And I think I was probably about halfway through. Oh, so the worst had not hit yet. And it was nowhere near. It hadn't, hadn't gotten nearly as bad it was, it, as it was going to. Did you watch it alone? Who do you th- Oh, wait, we're quarantined. Exactly <laughs> who do you think I'm watching these movies with? <laughs> the cat? Yeah, Mott watched it with me. Mott he was unimpressed, helpful. unfazed. Mott's not going to keep you safe at night either. No. Mott will turn you over in two seconds to whatever walks through that door. <laughs> well, I have I have my two dogs. Oh, yeah. I got a dog, guys. I got another dog. She's basically His name is order. Chuck, and he's 10 pounds overweight, and I love him. But he, I have him and Xander now, so I feel very safe. I can watch whatever horror movies I want because they're both like big dogs. Mm-hmm. Chuck because of nutrition issues, but we're working, we're working on that. <laughs> But I felt very safe after this movie because it's not. How blessed. How I mean, blessed. How so truly blessed. For you. Well, different movies bother us because there have been movies that bothered me that didn't bother you. And it's things that are like not like almost normal that aren't normal. Like supernatural. Th- like I'm more scared by like weird supernaturally things. I feel like I am too. Yeah, you're scared by everything. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I feel like you are less scared. Well, by like the slasher murderer thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm less scared of that. I am less scared. Well, I was more scared of that whenever I didn't live in a city with two giant dogs. Fair. And wasp ray. <laughs> sure. Wasp and ray a and a crossbow. ladle. <laughs> and a ladle. That's all you need. Um, listen to our Hush episode if you don't know what that's about. But get wasp ray right away before you listen. Anyway, let's talk about Wreck. The movie that changed your life. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. That's the Can't whole we just point. say it's bad and move on? No, because I thought it was great. Okay. On the evening of March 11th, it says 2008 on this summary, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't because this movie came out in 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, news reporter. Oh, my God. I'm doing the posh accent again. Mm-hmm. News Welcome reporter, to a podcast. <laughs> news reporter Angela Vidal and her cameraman, Scott, they're assigned to, like Chris said, they're like, I forget what their show is called. What you while you were sleeping? No, wait, that's a Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> it's, 
something like that. So there are like a late night. It's called TV. Sleepless in Seattle or something like that. <laughs> there are late night TV um, cable news show. And um, so we get to see them going to this fire station and like doing interviews with a bunch of the fire workers. Fire workers. No, that's not what they're called. Firefighters. I'm trying to think about what it would be like because I went into this movie kind of knowing what was going to happen. I mean, I knew it wasn't good. Right. But like I knew going in that because I knew that quarantine was the American version of it. Mm-hmm. I had an idea that they were going to get there and some sort of zombie shit was going to go down. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine what it'd be like to go into this movie not knowing. Well, with the original title, they don't really give you much in the way of clues. Exactly. Like, like I, I'm imagining it's like sitting there it's a and recorded like, just watching this like handheld recording of this girl interview a bunch of firemen. For like 15 minutes. Yeah, and you're just it like, all right. It you a little bit. You know, firemen. They're like eating spaggetti. They play oh, some we're going to a call and it's just a woman who's stuck in her apartment. That's not a big deal. Seems chill. Yeah. It's it's not chill. So they... Certainly she's not a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> they probably would have said that over the radio. So <laughs> they go over, they get they hop in the little fire truck and they go over to this apartment the complex. <laughs> and doot, um, doot. so... Like, dude, dude, like Chris said, it's because there's a woman who is stuck in her apartment. Um, but that's not quite the case when they get there. There's a ton of police outside. All of the residents of the apartment complex are downstairs in like the lobby area. And they've been told to stay down there by police. Um, they go upstairs to check on this woman and because they just hear this crazy screaming. Yeah. Um, and they go to check on this woman and the police, one of the, one of the cops is trying to calm her down. She's like, because she's acting super sus, okay? Like, she is like standing at the end of the hall, heavy breathing, hunched over, clearly drenched in blood, screaming. That's not normal. And he turns his back on her. He is a trusting man, this police officer. A foolish man. So, obviously, she sinks her teeth into his neck and right into his neck, rips pieces of it out mm. um, and eats it. And then, um, is that when they shoot her? Uh, they don't shoot her immediately. They pull her off. Um, and then there's a bit of a tussle. And yeah, a bit. Before we get any further, can I just say that not one person in this movie could survive as a veterinarian? Like (laughs) none of them could handle a fractious cat. They just grab the the way that they grab people. They have no consciousness of where the mouth is. No, they don't. Oh my god, that's a good point. Like they just grab people under the arms, cradling them, and just holding their chest. And they hold them right in front of their mouth as possible. And the mouth is like going for their face, and they're like, "Oh, how how could I restrain this person in a way that I don't get bit?" You would think the police would know that, because even people will bite you, not just zombies. Not just zombies. Not, no, not one person pulls out a towel to do a kitten burrito on. on not one. Person. Not one. I will get there, but the internist who is like the medical supervisor, self-elected of these people, is also not good at his job. But we'll get there. Not good. And and to his credit, he does admit that. He point. does. He's like, I don't know what I'm He's doing. Like, I take blood pressures. <laughs> That's true. He does say that. All right. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So this aggressive elderly woman in her nightshirt attacks a police officer. The police officer um, is not quite dead yet. And then they they manage to escape, bring him down to the floor, and they're trying to get him out. And that's when everything goes to shit. Um, Because there's a SWAT team outside. Yep. And they have completely barricaded. And they're like, actually, you're not leaving. (laughs) Yes. And they're like, well, one of yours is literally lying on the floor bleeding. And they're like, sucks. But we already like, locked wow. the door. 
Shouldn't have gone in there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone in there. So they lock all the doors, barricade all the windows, and they make no mistake. They're like, if you come near the window, we will fucking shoot you. And everyone's but- inside like, what? <laughs> what? So what? the woman upstairs, did she get out of her apartment? Is she okay? But then, just when they're starting to feel uncomfortable, um, one of the firefighters just falls from the yeah, ceiling. They're all arguing, and like the cops are telling them to stop recording. And she's like, um, "Freedom of press! Like we like they're not telling what's what's going on. We have to." And like it's this huge argument. This other woman is like, "Yeah, let her record. Let her record. Let her record." And then, boom! Splat. Dead body. Dead body. Although not dead body. Not but quite. Should dead. have been dead body. He had a pulse. He's not doing great. He's not but, doing great. So now we have a, a firefighter down. We have a police officer down. We got an elderly woman in her nightgown upstairs. And we also, if the things weren't worse, so we have everyone crowded downstairs. And there's a little girl with her mom. And the dad is outside and is trying to come in to bring in antibiotics for the little girl who has tonsillitis. Right. And so now she's freaking out because her daughter's not going to get medication. They don't know when the husband's going to be able to come in, if they're ever going to go out. They don't know what's going on. So it's bad time. So and like, then, not that I don't disagree with like the stress of being a parent, knowing that your child can't get medication, mm-hmm. but if a firefighter fell three stories down a spiral staircase with part of his face missing because a human bit it off. Yeah. I just think the priority ranking there, you know, um, people are <laughs> selfish. <laughs> Her like, daughter's tonsillitis. <laughs> Yeah, they'll eat those too. So we can wait <laughs> for the antibiotics. Um, so anyway, so now the police is trying to make sure everyone's down in the lobby. They're doing head counts. They go up to get people who have been left behind and they find another woman who doesn't look well. And they're like, she's fine. Bring her downstairs with the other. She's fine. She's fine. Um, so now Angela, who's the um, news reporter, is she's doing a great job, actually. She's She's taking this quite well. She deserves a promotion. She is on it. She's like, well, we're reporting this now. And she goes over. She's talking to the um, sick little girl. She's trying to kind of get some sympathy because, hello, <laughs> like they got trapped. They're, they obviously feel like they're being inappropriately handled and no one's right. getting an explanation. So she's interviewing the little girl who's like, yeah, I have my dad. And she's like, who else isn't here? And she's like, my dad's not here. He's outside. My dog's not here. I'm like, oh, well, where's your dog? And she's like, oh, the dog's at the vet. And she's like, oh, that's so sad. So, like, it's just you and your mom stuck in this house, in this apartment. She's like, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't end there. If and only you think, it had. You think the dog, dog part isn't important. Oh, no, I didn't. Instantly. I was like, sick kid, sick dog, put it together. Is put that what you put together? Absolutely. <laughs> Well, you're a better vet than I am. <laughs> like, it's unrelated. It's fine. Yeah. So basically, she she interviews she interviews all of the people one by one, and she interviews this like delightful elderly couple who like mostly just bicker with each other, and you don't really know what they're talking about. Um, and then they she fight us interviews um, this um, Asian family who everyone else is clearly very quickly extremely racist towards yeah they're so mean to them they're like i wonder who brought the sickness and we're all like okay okay chill out calm down um meanwhile the intern is trying to take care of a man who had his neck ripped open and a man who had his face ripped off and then fell down a staircase and he's like 
This is a little bit above my normal pay grade. <laughs> this is not normally what I take care of, um, but I think it's fine. They're unconscious, which is nice. Um, <laughs> it's a benefit. Yeah, he at one point he takes a syringe full of fluid and just sticks it into the wound in the man's face. And I assume that that I was hope, like lidocaine or something. Like I assumed that was some kind of like. Well, like, what is he allowed to just keep on his person in his apartment? Literally no idea. Yeah. Like, best case scenario, flush. Yeah. So, But, like, he's not just flushing them. He's got, like, needles and stuff. He's injecting it. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I'm a vet. I don't have lidocaine just sitting around my house like a psychopath. I have LRS and metoclopramide. Well, that's prescribed to your animals. <laughs> so that makes more sense. I don't think metoclopramide is going to help them in this situation, Chris. I mean, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> Just get that GI moving along. Push it on out. <laughs> so he's doing his best. Um, I think that's, in, yeah, he's doing in, his best. He's doing his best. And that's when, then the, then they, um, the police, no, the SWAT team sends in, no, the CDC. I get confused. There's so many so authority Not the CDC, presences. though, because we're definitely not in America. Wait, it is the CDC. Health people. It could be the CDC. Could whatever, be. Whatever it is. The, the CDC, but in Spain. Could be the same. Yes. Could be the no same. Idea. Might not be. So they've set loose um, a doctor. <laughs> I think yeah. he's a, yeah, he's a doctor. And so he comes in in full hazmat gear and they're like, oh, this is bad. He's a, he's a, he's a health inspector. Yeah. Health but ins- not like a, not like a Burger King style. I was about inspector. to say, I'm like, he was just at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they got a 94. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna see how he's like i don't know guys this place is not gonna pass this is looking really there's gonna be some changes you got bodies um, dead bodies zombies gordon ramsay would have a fit so he comes in and he's like the new authoritarian presence because the police officer that they sent to like keep crowd control is what, just, he's been a cop for two days top he's lost his ever loving way mind. over his head way he's over his very head. stressed he, he cannot keep anyone under control they definitely um Thought a little too highly of how these residents would respect the authority of the policemen that they just set loose into their. Especially when he like is clearly like pulling a gun on them. Yeah. yeah, he's pulling the gun on them. He's like, I don't know why, but we can't leave, so just deal with it. And so now the the health inspector comes in, hopefully to give them more information. He's got handcuffs. Um, he starts handcuffing the people who have been bit. Yeah, and he he provides zero information. He's All not while, being helpful. We're still from the perspective of the cameraman, right? And um, what is her name? Uh, Angela. Angela. All the while, Angela is like sort of she's going full on reporter mode. She's describing to us like, "Hey, like we've been told nothing. Now they've sent in a, a man in a hazmat suit. Like, WTF? What is going on?" Truly, he blatantly ignores them. They yes. go to, he goes to where they're keeping the bodies. <laughs> I know they're alive, but they're, mm, they're bodies. They're okay? bodies. Um, that are in a textile factory, which is attached to the backside of the apartment. I assume that's a normal thing. I um, guess. And so, and so they, they get in there. They're trying to like video, they're trying to videotape what's going on. They end up going to a different room and getting like a, an eagle eye shot from like a high window in another room. Well, because they, they kicked the reporters out. For obvious reasons. Yeah, they're like, I don't think that you need to see what I'm doing in here. But they sneak back anyway, and so they're looking through the window into the exactly the, into the room. Yeah, and so then so they see the health inspector handcuff the two men to the table, which is 
um, questionable. Suspicious. <laughs> I mean, like we like it totally makes sense because you saw how that woman acted. Like I'm like, yeah, fucking strap zombie. God, <laughs> <laughs> the rabid. You like you. Only mistake is you probably should have handcuffed both hands. Question mark. Well, hindsight, what? Chris. Also, again, <laughs> none of these people could handle a fractious cat because if you have a cat and it's on the table and you're restraining it on one side, you don't lean over <laughs> to touch the other fractious cat on the table next to it. No. That's how you get bit. You'll learn that. And what happens, quick. Kate? They get bit. What happens? Cats bit. They got bit. Yeah. He gets hella bit, okay? Yeah. All of them. So basically, the health inspector, like, he gets attacked, but he's wearing his hazmat suit, and I think that's the only thing that saves him. The doctor, again, tries to grab the guy and pull him off of him, but again, with no concept of where this man's mouth is going. No. Like, none at all. And so he clearly gets bit. Yeah. And then the health inspector locks the door, and they're like, wait, we left the intern in there. He's like, too bad, he got bit, and it, like... Get, it spreads through the saliva. We have to move on. And I'm like, all right. What? How do you know so much? <laughs> literally. a lot. Literally. We had patient zero 30 minutes ago. Okay. Well, that's what we thought. Allegedly. We didn't though. And we're like, how do you know so much about this virus? And then at one point, I think shortly after, he talks about how it affects different blood types differently. I think yeah. that was a little bit later. And I was like, No, 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 that was at that, that was at that point. That was at that point they say it affects different blood types differently because they're like, Well, how how long? Because it took a while for the police officer and the firefighter who got bit to like succumb to their illness. Mm-hmm. But this guy just got bit. This intern has just got bit and he's slamming on the wall and then like eight seconds later, he's feral. Oh yeah, full on zombie mode. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm just he's like, like, oh, negative how do or something. You know so much about because like <laughs> it's just kind of funny because like if you com- if you compare this to the real life situation we're dealing right now with a global pandemic. Oh, we still get, know literally nothing. People get so frustrated when, you know, health officials. You don't have a vaccine yet. Oh, my God. Like, admit that we don't know something about yes. how a virus operates and things like that. And like this is part of the misconception that we just <laughs> learn things real fucking quick. Let's just put some of it in a Petri dish and it's, you know, then you, that's it. Like, it seems intuitive that it probably transfers via saliva because people get bit and they turn into zombies. Sure. I'm We're still not even sure leap. if dogs can get coronavirus. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's been a few months now. Mm-hmm. And we're veterinarians. We don't know. We don't know. No. So that's real life, unfortunately. Although yeah, I will just say, instantaneously know how your blood type reacts. No, I will say though, if I was taking my odds, I would probably pick coronavirus over whatever's going around at this. Oh sure, I mean, if you had to, pick between if the you two. had to. Mm-hmm. Um. So now, oh, that's right. They had to handcuff the woman to the the mother. They handcuffed the mother to the stairwell. So they go back out into the into the um. You know the. The lobby. The lobby, sure. Yeah. Um, and they shut the the metal door to the um, textile factory. Textile being like, factory. Okay, they're doomed. We're moving on from that. Yeah. And they're talking, and they're like, "What the hell happened?" Like they're demanding information from the health inspector, and he takes his mask off. Which again, why? Well, that was why pretty much just that? like a pretense of like, "Hey, we have everything under control." But like, a mask is not going to stop this. But also, like. Why did, so like he goes in with the mask and like it's PPE, probably foggy. Like you wear it for a reason. Like you you would never take off the mask 
unless he believed that it was unnecessary from the beginning. Like it I just, would, I would take off the mask. It just, did, it just. Doesn't I would take make off the mask in character. It does, it does in character because in character at the moment he is, he is representing as an authority figure of hey everything's under control, I'm coming in. We because he he doesn't know everything about this virus. Right. So, he's so just, like he shouldn't. He doesn't know. Protective. Well, right, but right now it's like. Okay, you can either have a protective bathing suit over your head or you can see better. Which one do you choose right now? I would choose to see better. I think no, that I would help my suit. odds. No. You would, <laughs> I would keep not have taken it off. Well, but in any event, he does. And he's like, okay, so like a couple days ago, maybe, or like mm-hmm. a day ago, a very short period of time, not enough time for anyone to know what blood type reacts with the virus. It okay. was like a week ago, but still. <laughs> yeah, it was still. very, no, it was very recently because the dog is still at the vet. The dog is still mm. gone, right? Yeah. Partially because it killed people, I think. Yes. <laughs> but so he's like, a couple days ago or yesterday, this dog was at a veterinarian and the vet called us because it had this disease that they had never seen before. And when it woke up from anesthesia or sedation or something, it became uncontrollably rabid. And I'm sure they were better at handling it than um, everyone. In I don't think they complex. were. And you want to know why? Because the next thing he says was it starts attacking all the other animals in the hospital, which, which is an interesting. Are they thing just loose? Like it didn't attack the people. Like no, it just it, went it, for the other dogs. I, so you don't have to have worked in a veterinary clinic in a treatment area to understand that the animals aren't just like loosed. Loose. Yeah. Like <laughs> walking around in their air, like, they're in a kennel. So if I was a feral dog, I would go for the tech who is right. putting her hand in my cage. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so that was very confusing. But in any event, the dog got the dog clearly has whatever this illness is, right? Mm-hmm. And Super I don't think rabies. the health inspector was telling us everything because clearly the dog killed people. So like mm-hmm. vets or vet techs or people at that clinic definitely got this virus because that's the only possible way they could know as much as they do. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that they would have gone to the like level of like legitimately quarantining off this entire apartment complex, right? Right. People got got, okay, yeah. by this dog. And as a total side note, I think this is actually a great um, reminder of how important veterinarians are in real life um, public health emergencies because we are sentinel observers and we do... Um, notify the CDC when we're concerned about potentially zoonotic con- diseases. And like we do, we're doing that right now. We're doing that right now with coronavirus, like keeping track of emerging diseases. Yeah. We're doing that I right now. A lot with of people don't re- realize that we do like or we do things for human health all the time. Yeah. Um, so maybe show a little respect whenever you sarcastically tell me to trim your dog's nails as I'm doing. It's everything else. Yeah. I'm a little busy right now. going to turn into a zombie and kill. One you. Of kn- I'm busy. Yeah. We still and all the animals are loose back there. We have our hands just walking full. around. <laughs> we have our hands full. But now so that's everyone starts kind of putting two and two together and then yeah, they, they all just like gl- they all slowly dead slow turn to the mom and the child and like wasn't your dog at the vet? <laughs> just as if they're the only people in the city who recently had a leap. dog at the vet. But um, so she's like, no, no, it's tonsillitis. It's tonsillitis. And they're like, no. And so they like rip her kid from her instantly. Except they don't succeed because then the girl's like, ah, uh, fuck you. Bites the mom in the face. Yeah. Because like we all knew that the kid had it, right? I didn't. She just had a blood type that reacted slower. It's obvious. Oh my God. Actually, I didn't trust the kid the second I saw how chapped her lips were. 
They were really chapped. True story. And I know that children often have chapped lips, which I <laughs> And jam hands. But wow, her lips were so chapped and she looks sick. I'm like, that's not tonsillitis. That it could be. Obviousism. Okay. <laughs> which we learned in our One Health course at vet it's school. It's true. <laughs> you see a kid with chapped lips, take There's a him a couple out. things I just know and believe to be fundamentally true about human health. A, that hiccups are a initial sign of Ebola virus. And two, that oh, no. chapped lips are the call an exorcist canary sign <laughs> of zombieism. Perfect. So okay, yeah, so, so the little girl's full on zombie, right? And they're like, "Well, mm-hmm. that's not great." She runs up the stairs, and they're like, "Okay, mom, love you, but you got bit, so we're just gonna handcuff you to this railing." <laughs> and she's like, "Right next to the door to the textiles factory." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so someone, I can't remember who. The kid runs up to the stairs too, which is important. Chase the children. Chase the child. The child. There's just one. <laughs> one is more than enough. And that's how they get they end up back up in the old woman's apartment. She had been shot. She's super alive. There's also that Colombian girl in there who also doesn't look great. And we get no backstory on other than the fact that she is in fact Colombian. Yeah, that's literally all that we get. And I, th- I feel like more people get got at this point. I don't know. It's so I know. hard to keep track of when people well, get gotten when they, they don't. So they go up and they go upstairs, chest and face of the girl, and they go and they check to see where those two women were dead oh. in the hallway, the elderly woman and then the other woman who was going crazy and who Yes. Died. So the cop, the health inspector, and our camera crew mm-hmm. go up. And they're chasing the girl. They chase the girl into the old woman's apartment. The cop grabs, the cop corners the girl, and he's like, here come just comes towards me. He holds out his hands as if what like, a dumb idea. To sniff it or something. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Also, not what you do to animals that are nervous. You don't just stick your hand out at Correct. them. Correct. And so then she clearly attacks, and he grabs her again. No yeah. idea where her mouth is. These people yeah. could not pick up a cat if it's if it was to save their life. No, I know. So the little girl attacks him, bites him. So he starts screaming and pulls her into another room, telling them to run away. They try to get away. The old woman stops them. And the health inspector, or maybe it's one of the firemen, actually. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At he this point. He hits her in the face with a, a mallet of some variety. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that killed her. I don't think she can be killed. Well, it was off camera because, like, we don't need to see a child get hit over the head with we mallet. We see the child. It was the old woman. <laughs> oh, the that's right. I didn't need to see that room. either. We never see her again. Mm-hmm. But we know that she gets the cop. And so then they run back downstairs and the woman is screaming because she's still tied to a railing. I would be too. Yeah. And then that's when the health inspector is like, hey, guys, like they're getting out of the textile factory <laughs> because this flimsy little tin foil door wasn't <laughs> super sturdy. <laughs> and so then so they're trying to free the mom who is handcuffed, which yeah. is very noble. I would not have if I'm no because she was super putting my cards on the table. She's yeah, definitely gonna be a zombie in a millisecond. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have tried to mercy kill her if possible, but we're running out of time. Yeah, I think mercy killing would have been the way to go because you know she's gonna become a zombie, but you at also the same know that time, it's really hard on your conscience to watch her get eaten alive. At the same time, though, bullets um, have value, and I'm sure we have a limited number in this building. Do we even have a gun anymore? Um. Because the cop, the cop never had it. does use it. No, he doesn't use it, does he? Just the first cop who is now a full zombie. I mean, I guess we could have just like exsanguinated her, but that's going to 
I don't think I could Sounds do that. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I'd probably just let them eat her. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so they, so, yeah, so they so they run back upstairs where they had just left because she's well, no, they, they, well, they're trying to they're trying they're trying to find the key to unlock her. They can't, and then they're just like sorry and like run, and you right. see her get absolutely mauled as the door breaks down. Right, and then they end up in the old man's um, apartment because he was holding up in there for I don't know how long. Oh yeah, slightly unclear. So they end up in there. They shut the door because they're being chased, and then the health inspector goes over and he locks himself in this long hallway with one of those sort of like accordion doors that I, that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, so I got bit and I'm just going to stay in here now. And you guys need to like figure it out. And he's very noble. Like, yeah, he makes mistakes for sure. But for that was sure. Very noble of him to like, mm-hmm take like take immediate precaution to lock him out same with the cop who was kind of annoying for a while taking the kid away and be like hey just run although he probably should have tried to kill the kid while he had the chance yeah maybe he did and we didn't maybe he did i don't know but in any event so they come up with a plan that the only place for them to go is the um basement is it the basement? Oh, yeah. It's the ba- yeah, basement. Yeah. Basement. Because there's, like, there's sort of, like tunnel or something. There's like a connection to the sewer. Right. Which, ew. But. Which, yeah. Ew. But don't, they need a key to, they need to know someone's apartment to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Because they're trying to, it's the landlord. They're trying to go to the landlord's apartment because the landlord has a key. The landlord gets bit. Yeah. And so then it's just the, the two news people and then the CDC guy. Um, so they're trying to go to get the key. <laughs> CDC guy obviously gets bit. <laughs> And And so the CDC guy's already locked up. It's the, it's the one remaining fireman. Are you sure? Yeah. It doesn't super matter. Someone gets fed. Yeah. The the CDC guys, he's, he locked himself up and then he turns into a zombie and reaches his hand through the door and kills the older man. Well, why was he standing so close to the door? I don't know. Because, and you knew it was going to happen. You're like, of you watch him getting closer and closer to the he, door and you're like, he, stop, what? He's inching up. There's a whole room and he's inching backwards to the feral zombie clawing at the window. That's what I and would then, do. Well, I mean, if you want to go quickly, if you're tired <laughs> of playing games. So now it's just Angela and the cameraman, Scott. And, and, the, so th- and the fireman. Because then they were like, the fireman knew everyone's apartment because he ran, he did the roll call. Mm-hmm. to find out where everyone was and they were trying to get him to remember whose apartment was the landlord's he gets dead though he's dead not yet he gets dead on their way up to the landlord's apartment oh okay and so like he gets got killing one of the many zombies now yeah as they're a drop in the, the bucket he kills he, well he attempts to kill people with his mallet again um in any event scott and angela end up in the um Landlord's apartment. They're looking everywhere for a key. Um, they finally find a key, at least. They they find like a key ring, and they end up having to run upstairs to get away from the zombies. And then the only option is to go into the penthouse at the top, because it's an attic. But that's how it works. It's very generous to call it a penthouse. Well, they called it a penthouse because it is the oh, top okay. apartment. I guess you're right. Which no they, one is, no one lives in there is what we were told during roll call. Well, someone lives there, but it's a man who lives in Madrid and he never actually spends time there. Yeah, that's right. Which that's right. seems like a super lie mm-hmm. once we get in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell also, us what we I find in there. Also, can I just say the power has been out most of this movie. Why? 
I don't know why either. Like, the police had no need to do that. Like, but they clearly did it, right? Maybe like, the they, rats are zombies they've been and they are chewing through. They blocking the cell reception and then they cut the power to the building. And I can't comprehend why they would cut the power to the building unless they just wanted to make it harder for these people to survive. Maybe. Honestly, maybe. Why would they want more zombies, though? These <laughs> zombies are clearly very difficult to kill. Well, they'll, wait, they'll burn themselves out. Maybe. Mm. They clearly just made... They, you know what it is? They wanted the movie to be scarier. And, and, and it succeeded. when the electricity is off. Of course it is. Yes. <laughs> of course it is. But so, so they, they go the up to the penthouse. Yeah. Which is a nightmare. It's like um, a creepy... Uh, calling it a lab is very generous. It's um, very generous. It's a. It's it's like Squatter the quintessential mad scientist lair. If the mad like, scientist was also like a demonologist. There's like newspaper clippings on every surface. Um, All pertaining to like a woman who was like allegedly possessed possessed in Argentina, but then like released question mark from a hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she just escaped. Mm-hmm. And like there's test tubes and like syringes. And they find this creepy ass tape recording of this Yeah, guy. and they, they hit play. I would not hit play. What would you have done? I don't know. I would have just sat in the darkness and died. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than hitting play on that recording. I think I would have looked... I would have taken two seconds looking around that room and I just would have died from fear. Yeah, I would have just dropped dead. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't <laughs> think my heart could have handled it. Even just watching it, I almost died. You almost died. Like, I was like, they got in there. I was like, oh, no. We would get the weapons we could, which are limited. A push pin. I don't know what the best option is up in this penthouse, but. and then make just some weapons d- out of that sciencey stuff. And then die. Some broken glass, maybe. A yeah, the Bunsen burner doesn't work. <laughs> so then what happens, Chris? Well, so they wander around. They listen mm-hmm. to the tape, and it's this guy talking about how he is looking for a cure or looking for a vaccine for an enzyme. And I don't know if that was just like a weird translation on my closed captioning, or if he actually did say enzyme. I'm not nearly good enough at Spanish. It's probably it's really a out. translational thing. Because um, I assume it's a virus and not a virulent enzyme, but who knows? Zombieism hasn't actually happened, so I have no scientific precedent. For no. This. You don't well, actually, zombieism does happen. It's usually protozoal or fungal in origin, and it's usually in the. Um, it's usually happens in insects. Look it up. It's also not usually called zombieism. No, no, no. It totally is. Totally. I is. know what you're talking about. Where they like ride, go into the brain, and like basically control their brain. Yeah. Yeah. They don't zombieism. call it zombieism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then there's like a trapdoor that opens in the attic, and the camera guy goes over to investigate he it. He does the worst thing. Yeah, don't go to the thing. creepy hole that opened up. Because and basically, then, at the end of the vi- at the end of the audio tape, the guy's like, "Well, all I can do is like he he, he was very weird. He's like the the ritual is very clear. I have to lock her away, and like whatever. So clearly, he has the girl, and he's been doing some sort of experiment on her. And my personal theory is that he inoculated the dog on purpose as a test. Why would he inoculate and then just like let it go back to its home? Because he's clearly a bad scientist, Kate. That's true, but <laughs> seems just like sloppy science. Well, sure, but he has this—he has this like a demonic Argentinian girl in his attic. 
that he does. Okay, so, continue. I mean, I think that gives it away. I think we all know what's up above the trap door. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a demonic Argentinian girl who is fully terrifying. Um, is it is it a girl? I can't tell what it's supposed to be. Well, it's a girl based on all the newspaper clippings. I guess. To our eye, it's merely a demon. An it's a demon. demon. Yeah. And so there's some sort of tussle, and it breaks the light on the camera, which is great. And then <laughs> the rest of the movie is just we're watching via the... Night vision. The night vision, which is horrifying, because <laughs> poor Angela can't see anything, and you just see her blundering around, walking into things, and then, like, we see, like the horrifying Argentinian demon girl like wandering around because she can't see them either. Yeah, you know she's that, like blind. You know that there's literally no way that this could go well. Like how could this possibly resolve? It doesn't. Well, I'll spoil it for you. It doesn't. It does not <laughs> resolve. Scott gets got, okay, yeah. and it didn't take that long. And then we just see the camera fall down and then well, we, we watch we, we, Angela slowly get hunted and murdered. Well, we get to see Scott being eaten. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then so, nice the, so Angela's trying to go for the camera. So she's on the ground f- trying to find the camera. And then we see her trying to find it. And then the, the like famous shot of her just getting dragged back in night vision. Right. And then that's it. And then that's the end of the movie. I thought it was very good. <laughs> so at the end, we just have an apartment building full of zombies. And ultimately, the, the Spanish health department has not done a great job. <laughs> Maybe they're all... I know that they're getting sniped as they're trying to leave. Oh, I'm sure they killed them all. And, like, killed them with fire and dismemberment. I'm not. You want to know why I'm not sure? Because there are three more movies after this one. That's true. That's very So I don't think they do. I think someone... Maybe the dog's still at the vet. (laughs) Like, we can save him. (laughs) So let's go to our... Oh, my fucking God. Sorry. I, I went to our Tumblr to check... And you have put a horrifying gift, Chris, of Annabelle. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I about had a heart attack. Okay, if you guys yeah, are unfamiliar, some stuff on there, guys. <laughs> that really did scare me. Um, our, we have a Tumblr. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com, and if you go backslash scoreboard, um, then you can get to our horror movie ranking, which is th- we think this is movie forty-one. Yeah, this is movie forty-one. All right, so let's just make it. I mean, this is top half for me. Bottom. You're kidding me. I'm really... Mm-mm. Hated this movie. Well, it's just because it was scary. I hated it. Because it was scary. Yeah, Kate, I think you misunderstand the fundamental premise of this, of this podcast. Oh my God. It, but, it, but it's good. Like, but if you, if you had to be objective about it. I hated it. Really? Hated it. That bums me out majorly. I will literally I never watch this again. I will never think about it again, except for when I'm trying to fall asleep and it sneaks its <laughs> evil way into my brain. I would never recommend this movie to another person out of good, in good conscience. Well, we're very different people, I guess. Well, clearly, that's why we have this podcast. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know okay. what you want from me here. I, kn- I know. I asked too much. I don't know. I think that this should be top. I think it's a quality movie. It, you can. It's critically re- respected. It's done very well. I think it's probably the most clever found footage style I've seen. I thought the characters were super believable. I thought it did so much on such a low budget. I thought the special effects were awesome. They showed what they could, but they didn't show too much to make it not believable. 
I liked the dog. I liked the dog twist. The little girl was terrifying. And I liked the attic. I thought it was just twist, 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 twist. And I liked it. Oh, I didn't feel like it was twisty at all. I thought it was a little twisty. I I felt it was remarkably predictable. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you that they did what they wanted to do. Like, well. Like, was it a well-executed horror film? Of course it was. I shit myself. Well, there we go. There we go. But I'm not going to... I will not rank this high because I hated it. Oh, no, Chris. No. This is going to be a problem. I think this movie has to go, like, dead center because... No! You want it high, and I want it very low. Oh. I don't know what you expect from me, Kate. Like, I... The whole point of this scoreboard is that it doesn't make sense because I don't like movies that you like. Well, ditto, but damn it. I okay. I hate this movie. Ugh. Okay, if you had to compare it to Evil this Dead. Is the movie, this movie is the quintessential example. Of why you didn't want to do this podcast. why I didn't want to do this podcast. <laughs> why I hate horror movies in general. Because there's Everything that I despise in, <laughs> in human creation. Good job, Emanuela. You really... <laughs> You hit that nail on the head. This is going to be a hard stop. Okay. Um, let's go to the halfway point then, which is like, the tw- okay, Tucker and Dale versus evil. And trick or treat. It has to go right, right there. <sighs> okay. So if, if you had in, on your little scoreboard in your mind, is this actually all the way at the bottom below darkness falls? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. This is top three for me. This is Utter garbage. It's not garbage. You're just a baby. But I will. I hate it. I know. I will let it be 20. I cannot let Tucker and Dale versus Evil be above this. I can't. I just. No. We're going to fight between 20 and 21, both of which we didn't like that slot anyway. This is the hill you die on. (laughs) Hill I die. Because, like, Tucker and Dale was like a good movie. No, it wasn't a scary movie. I shouldn't have even let us do it. But I liked it for those exact reasons. <sighs> Fucking hell. All right, fine. I will. This can be 21. Okay. Which is absolutely arbitrary. Sure. And is not what it deserves, which I think we both agree that's not what it deserves in our oh, own way. Oh, it's definitely not what it deserves. It's <laughs> way too high. <laughs> Way too high. Ugh. All right, fine. I'll take it. I'm. I'm gonna tonight. I'm gonna write my own list, and it's gonna be better than yours. And I will just let this sit there as a lie to all of our club members. It's such an awful movie. You're an awful movie. Truly fine. Hated it. All right. I'm letting. I'm putting it 21. You win this one. Okay. No one wins this one. Yeah, no one wins. No one won. Because that's okay. what happens when people make movies like this. No one wins. <laughs> they won. <laughs> the people who made, made this movie definitely, definitely won. won. Yeah. Okay, so that was um, pointless. So let's go. To, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have our Tumblr. We also have our Instagram, which is, again, Nightlight Horror Movie Club. And then we have Twitter and Facebook. Um, if you like this podcast, if, if you hate this movie... If you love this movie, let us know. Yeah. Tell people about it. That's the beauty um, of this is that like you can hate and love the movie and one of us agrees with you. We can, we, we can disagree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but we'll, one of us will agree with you wholeheartedly. Truly. So you have a support system. Um, so as for next week, we already have, um, I have a little a steady flow now of um, recommendations from listeners. Um, we had Marnie from Ireland. Hey, Marnie. Shout out to Marnie, who gave, hey, us, Marnie. A lot of, gave us a lot of really great suggestions. Um, I, let, I was nice, and I let Chris pick, because Marnie, one of the movies Marnie picked was Saw. And I which, said no. <laughs> yes, you did. Like, you have I a lot of hills you'll die point, on, Chris. <laughs> I know that at some point we will have to do the Saw franchise. Just one of them. Which is unfortunate. Um, but I do know that eventually that will have to happen to me. But I just don't want it to happen after that. I just need... Right. I'll give the, you a little breather. I need a brief reprise. <laughs> Give you a little breather. My All poor right. heart can't take it. My little adrenals can't handle <laughs> Your it. Little adrenals just squeezing away. <laughs> so she gave us. Um, I would. I'm not. I. I haven't seen this since I was like a 15 year old. At and it was like it was like at a slumber party. But perfect. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is it. a. Yeah, I'm gonna go and say this is a softball movie. Um, but I. I've heard it's very very good. It's Jennifer's Body, and so that's the one that Chris has picked. And like, cause I've heard a lot about this film. Um, people on Tumblr talk about this movie all the time. I've seen so many gifs of it. Um, it just looks like something I can tolerate. I think you'll be able to tolerate this one. So we have that. We're going to do Jennifer's body. Eventually we're going to get to saw, but thank you so much, Marty, for the suggestions. And thank you for giving us wiggle room for Chris. Thank you. Got to take care of the baby. So <laughs> but after we do Jennifer's body, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, you'll see on Twitter and Instagram, we're going to have um, a poll up and it's going to be for what our next movie is going to be. And it's going to be either Final Destination, The Ring, The Wicker Man, Scary Movie or Cloverfield. And I pick, we picked those because they're all on Netflix and a very wide range of different types of movies out there. But we're not going to do this without you guys. We're actually going to include you guys in this viewing. So we're going to do a live recording um, on a platform of our choosing that we'll be able to interact with you guys to chat. Um, it was recommended to us by a club member. We think it's a really great idea. So um, we're going to, because we're technologically idiots, we're going to figure that out yeah, first. This will not be a Darkness Falls 2.0. We can't, we can't help it. 8.0. We did that several times. But so we're going to have a little buffer where we get to do Jennifer's body um, and fumble around with the electronics and give Chris a moment to breathe yes, for his you. adrenals to grow back to their normal size. Yes, thank and you. then we're going to do a rowdy showing of one of these horror movies that you guys get to pick. I'm very excited. Yeah. And we'll let you know as soon as we can what kind of platform we're going to be using. Um, we talked a lot about a couple of the different options. Netflix chat seems obvious because it's we're watching a Netflix film, but you can't hear us talk on Netflix chat, so we're probably not going to do that. So we'll let you know as soon as we know what platform it is. And and please vote for which movie you think we should do and which one you'd rather um, listen and chat with us while we watch it. Also, if you want to be our webmaster slash tech professional. If you understand <laughs> the complex language of If you know what wires do, um, <laughs> we will pay you in beans and... Yes mimosas yes, which is, is the currency of our offer. people that's literally it um, you can guess which one of us has <laughs> beans and one of which one of us has mimosas i think it's obvious i think it's obvious too but let's just leave that leave them guessing yep. leave them one more all right well that was this episode that was wreck thank you so much manuela for wreck the suggestion 
it, <laughs> um, you've been waiting to while. say that. Yeah. <laughs> you've been waiting to say that. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please um, spread it to your friends. We love getting spread listeners from like all over the globe. Virulent enzyme that just turns all of your family spread and friends into zombies. Like a feral dog, just get out there. I hear if you just bite them on the face, they'll listen to it. Tender meat. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll see you guys next time for yeah. Jennifer's body. <laughs> see you next time, Jennifer's body. I, I'm pretty sure there's more face eating in that. So <laughs> I think there is. Buckle up. Right. Bye, guys. Bye.